Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In this video, I'm gonna be going through my start sits at the tight end position, breaking down every single week 12 matchup and listing every fantasy relevant tight end as either a start or a sit. And I'm gonna start it off with the first Thursday game, the Bears traveling to Detroit to take on the Lions. For the Bears, I'm listing Cole Komet as a sit, but I do think if you're super desperate, he wouldn't be the worst guy to plug in. I expect them to be without Allen Robinson. And so if Cole Komet can go, you're looking at probably Darnell Mooney as the number one, and then maybe Komet as the number two. So he's not the worst play, but I still just don't have a lot of trust in this overall Bears offense. For the Lions, you got to start TJ Hawkinson. The player is so solid. The team around him is just terrible. I think he had like 50 plus yards of Tim Boyle's, like under 80 passing yards. Like he was the entire passing offense on Sunday. So you still got to start him. You just have to have like, you just have to limit your expectations a little bit because his floor is basically non-existent because it's very possible Tim Boyle or Jared Goff go out there, throw for under 100 yards and Hawkinson sitting there with like two for 20 and just never had the chance. So he's a start, just kind of understand what you're getting yourself into. Then in the middle game on Thursday, we have the Raiders taking on the Cowboys and I'm going to be starting both of these tight ends. Darren Waller's a no-brainer start every single week. For the Cowboys, I have Dalton Schultz listed as a start because we know the Cowboys are going to be without at least Amari Cooper, potentially Amari Cooper, and C.D. Lamb. So even if C.D. Lamb plays, I still think Dalton Schultz is going to be a solid start as a volume option in that offense. And then the Thursday night football game, we have the Bills taking on the Saints. We finally saw Dawson Knox have a nice bounce back game after his poor week 10 performance. So he's going to be a start. You really can't trust you know, the receivers besides Stephon Diggs with Dawson Knox back, but I still think he's a locked in start. Red zone threat actually saw some volume on Sunday, which was good to see. And then for the Saints, Adam Troutman actually had a few successful games in a row, at least in terms of getting the volume. But then we find out now he's dealing with an injury, is going to be out for at least a few weeks. And that just leaves Jawan Johnson, who I'm not interested in starting in my lineups. Moving on to Sunday, it's the Bucks taking on the Colts. For the Bucks, Rob Gronkowski is back. Great to see. He looked really good in his first game back after that rib and back injuries. So he's a locked in start. The offense looks way better with him there. And then for the Colts, you just can't trust Moali Cox or Jack Doyle. So both of those guys are going to be sits in this Jets-Texans game. There's just nothing you want here. Ryan Griffin's a sit. Pharaoh Brown is a sit as well. In a divisional matchup between the Eagles and the Giants, Dallas Goddard is going to be a start. He's really the second best weapon on that offense behind Devonta Smith. And you know, they may not have the most explosive passing attack. The volume's probably not going to be there. But when you only have to support two people, it's not super difficult. So I do think Goddard will be a solid play for the Giants. Can't trust Evan Ingram or Kyle Rudolph. So both of those guys are sits. Moving on to the Panthers-Dolphins game. For the Panthers, there's just not a lot going on here for the tight end position. Tommy Tremble's a sit. Ian Thomas is a sit. Whoever they've got out there, you don't want them in your starting lineup. For the Dolphins, Mike Isecki continues to be a solid start in my eyes. And then we've got the Titans and Patriots. For the Titans, Anthony Ferkser didn't have a terrible game on Sunday. But still, you know, you just can't trust this passing attack, even if A.J. Brown is potentially out. For the Patriots, Hunter Henry did not have a good game, 
we kind of saw this coming just because he was so touchdown dependent. I still think he's a start, but he's more of like a fringe tight end one, you know, like potential top 12 guy, but not someone who's a lock if you have, you know, another nice option. For Jonu Smith, there's just no production out of him at all. In the Steelers Bengals matchup, for the Steelers, I think you can continue to throw Pat Fryermuth into your lineup. It definitely hurts him a little bit that Eric Ebron is back, but Fryermuth is still the clear tight end one in terms of production. So Fryermuth's a start, Ebron's a sit. For the Bengals, you just can't really trust CJ Ozama. He's had a few big games, but just no consistency there. So he is a sit. Then we've got the Falcons taking on the Jaguars. Falcons offense overall has just looked really, really bad but I still feel like you've got to start their number one target, Kyle Pitts. You know, he may not have a super safe floor just because, you know, the offense could literally put up a goose egg like they did on Thursday Night Football, but you just got to believe in the talent here. For the Jaguars, Dan Arnold was a guy who I kind of started to like, you know, a few weeks in a row of getting some nice volume, then just goes out, puts up a zero. I kind of have a rule, you know, personally, if you go out and put up zero points while playing basically the entire game, it's going to be very, very difficult for me to list you as a start the next week. Because I mean, if you had zero involvement, you know, it's tough. I did break that rule a few times, I think last week, because Hawkinson and Gasecki both had goose eggs, but I feel like both of those players have better track records than Dan Arnold. So Arnold's a sit in the Chargers-Broncos game. Can't trust this Chargers tight end room. It's a committee between Parham and Cook. So they're both sits for the Broncos. I think you can trust Noah Fant as like a lower end tight end one. And then you're going to be sitting Albert O in the Rams Packers game. One of the best matchups of the week for the Rams. Tyler Higby is definitely a fringe start, but I think you can trust him. You know, maybe your tight end is on bye. We got Travis Kelsey or Zach Ertz. He's not the worst play. He sees consistent volume on a good offense. He's also fairly involved on the goal line. Hasn't converted, you know, all his opportunities. But still, you know, not an awful tight end play for the Packers. Just can't trust anyone at this position all season. Josiah DeGuara, I think is his name. He did get into the end zone, but just hasn't shown anything else. So he is a clear sit. Moving on to Vikings 49ers. I'm actually going to be listing both of these starting tight ends as starts. Obviously, they're at a little bit of different levels. Tyler Conklin is more of a fringe guy. You know, borderline tight end one this week. Borderline top 12 guy but I still think you can trust him. He puts up points every single week. It's really just going to be like, can he get into the end zone for that bigger game? For the 49ers, George Kittle's got to be in your lineup every single week, unless you're just absolutely stacked at the position and have a guy like Mark Andrews or Darren Waller this week. On Sunday night football, it's the Browns taking on the Ravens. For the Browns, Austin Hooper didn't have a terrible game, but I'm just so out on this entire offense. If your name is not Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt, I just want nothing to do with you in this Browns offense. So both of those guys, Hooper and Njoku, are sits. For the Ravens, Mark Andrews is a clear-cut start lock in your lineup. And then Monday Night Football, we have the Seahawks taking on the Washington football team. I actually think Gerald Everett is a guy to keep an eye on. He's not the worst start if you're super desperate in a deep league. He's actually seen some solid involvement the last two weeks in games where the Seahawks basically did nothing. So, you know, if those were games where the Seahawks offense was firing on all cylinders, they actually could have been some really solid performances, but we've just got to see it come together a few more weeks in a row before I can throw him into my lineups. And then for the Washington football team, 
Just a lot of uncertainty here at the tight end position. Logan Thomas, Ricky Seals-Jones, who's going to play? You know, what kind of role they're going to have? We'd like to see Logan Thomas come back, but I don't think there's any guarantee of that this week. That is going to wrap it up for every Week 12 matchup. If you guys enjoyed this video, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. Make sure you guys go check out my other Start Sit videos if you enjoyed this one. I've got running backs, wide receivers, and quarterbacks. Those are all already posted. Thank you guys so much for stopping by, and I'll see you next time.